2: Hey, it's Cavino
1: and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires,
2: like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2 but did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's
3: TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. radio, radio, radio. This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host,
4: R.J. Bell. Give me a number, Give me a phone. I'm me me
0: the pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I the future. From the Vegas
5: Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on Friday. What a big Friday. Maybe the biggest couple of days so far in the NBA season. We're broadcasting on over 200 FSR stations across this great nation. Joined in studio by one of the pros who know, Steve Fazek. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their bodies. Now, Steve, this isn't planned, but you've got to tell me. When I say your name, you give me the fist pump. Do you have a special video feed people are watching, or how's that work? What's the thinking?
4: No, it's like, you know, the conference, you're, you're in a um, concert, and you give the fist pump and the hands up to the ceiling. and feeling good, RJ. Yeah,
5: but you realize at a concert, you're not the talent. Right? <laughs> Here, you're supposed to be communicating uh-huh. to the audience. But we got a little personal show going on, apparently, that involves your fist pumping. <laughs> now, I can't complain too much about you, because you are undefeated in the XFL. Is that correct? Correct. 6-0-1 year-to-date on this very show, SOV, 4-0, RJ. Unfortunately for me, and I can't lie, I had a horrible pick yesterday. That Charlotte pick under, I mean, we had, actually it was so bad, there's a sound effect for it here. It's that bad. That, that, <laughs> did you hear that noise? It's the money just shredding into nothingness. One more time. Here, sit. I'm going to take some of the blame for this. because No, 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 no. It
4: was my pick. Yeah, but I was talking to you about how Denver was undervalued, and that was a
5: team we are going to look to bet no, on No, 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 no. Listen, if I won, you wouldn't have gotten any credit. Let's get that <laughs> straight right here. Now, there's another question, though. We got Jonas in L.A. in a second. He needs a rest. He's just a three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he's like resting those vocal cords. I mean, he drinks hot tea. I mean, this guy is, uh, uh, let's just say he's dedicated. He's very dedicated. <laughs> I don't quite worry about my voices. I, I think kind of as a Vegas guy, if you sound a little raspy now and again, it, it kind of fits. It kind of fits. Mm. But here's the question. You are undefeated. You know the interest in the XFL is gigantic right now. Would you agree? Yes. And at various times in your career, when you've been in a spot where a freebie was going to have so much interest, true or not, you found a way to say, hey, guys, I wish I could give it to you free. But but due to circumstances beyond my control, I can't. And oh by the way, go to pregame.com, it's gonna be for sale later. True or false? True. Okay. So in this case, the question is, is that something that you thought about proposing to me for today's show? Like saying, oh yeah, it's Friday, we've been promising the XFL. No, hold on. (laughs) Did it happen?
4: No, because you said to me, Fez, if you don't bring an XFL pick
5: Friday, don't even show up. I mean, Jonas, let's just say this. You're very lucky I'm here. Fez was let loose by himself. Look out.
3: At some point, isn't somebody at one of these casinos that he's already had a run in with going to say, all right, this guy's undefeated on the XFL and he's winning by a large margin. We need to start paying closer attention here.
5: Well, no. I mean, I would say that, Fez, what, about half the books in Vegas, you have some type of restriction? <laughs> where some. No, I mean, where some books won't let you play, others will let you play once a day at a certain time. They don't want you picking off bad numbers, right? Exactly. Example, the win, I was just there, and Doug Castaneda,
4: the manager over there, as I was walking in, he had a bunch of guests there, and he's like, this is the, the pro gambler right here. We love to get his information, and then we move based upon it, and we give him
5: half limits. So, And that's an interesting point, Jonas, is there's two different schools of bookmaking. One, and the one I respect so much more, obviously, is they figure, yeah, we he's going to win, Fezzik's going to win, but we get that information and we can make more moving lines off it, betting other places off it. Etc., because books do bet amongst themselves. That's what a lot of people don't realize. They lay off money, they do a bunch of things. Other books, I call them, they're more like shoemakers. They don't want any sharp action. And you got to give the books a take it credit. But again, this is a fact. Half the books or so in Nevada do not allow Steve Fezzik to bet unencumbered. They try to, it's almost like fighting in a gladiator but they stab him in the ribs just to get a little blood flowing to even the score a little bit. But Fez is still standing.
3: Yeah, he is. Uh, And who would have thought Steve Fezik shaping the landscape of the XFL in Las Vegas. What what an amazing world. Um, RJ, here on a Friday on Fox Sports Radio, a day in which we do have best bets coming up later on, the latest on the Tom Brady rumors in the NFL. What is a Vegas lead here today?
5: Yeah, this show pretty much designed itself. This is perhaps the biggest weekend in the NBA so far, and what we're looking at is the best teams, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Bucks, all literally playing each other. And I think we start with the Clippers last night making a statement against the team Houston, who obviously has made some changes trying trying to disrupt who the big three really are.
3: Yeah, and it was the the Clippers on the road with that 120-105 win over the Houston Rockets.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Fez, jump to it. So, what was your take? I was so impressed with the Clippers defensively, how they shut down Harden... And Westbrook. You know, the defensive intensity the Clippers have been bringing has been incredible. Five of their last six opponents, they've held 105 or fewer points. That sounds like a lot, but in the well, new when NBA. you say a lot,
5: you mean 105 isn't necessarily a good defensive performance,
4: but. But it is this year when the average is like right around 114 for the league, especially holding the Rockets to 105.
5: Okay, so the Rockets are a team, you know, you have, uh, we'll call it generously study days on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And sometimes we'll tape a quick something after the show for the next day. We're getting a way for you to tape at home and stuff. So, you know, full integration. But we were taping this week before the Knicks game. I think it was this. Yeah. And it was like you were doing the, oh, man, I was wrong about Houston. I was skeptical. But, man, they are good this way. Now, since then, they've lost to the Knicks. That was the next day. And so we didn't use the tape. And then, uh, how do you characterize this game? Is this a debunking of small ball? Because Houston didn't shoot real well. I'm kind of curious. If they shot a normal percentage from three... What kind of game is this?
4: Yeah, so Houston shot seven for (laughs) forty-two. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I I think I undersold that a little bit. Yeah. So normally they'd make sixteen of those, right? So okay, now that's
5: so you've done this work. So literally there'd be sixteen times three more points. Nine times three more points. So twenty-seven. I I thought you said they make sixteen. They made seven, and they should have made sixteen in total. Okay, so nine. Now I don't think you just do that math, right? Because sometimes you get the offensive rebound. Right? It's not fair to just assume, oh, if they made those, it'd be all even because they had more possessions because they missed, in theory, because they got some rebounds. Yes. So, what do you do? Maybe say seven more?
4: Yeah, I think that's right. That'd be six. That'd be, so call 20 points, six to seven more threes.
5: Okay. And how much did they lose by? Well, they lost by 15. Okay. So, I guess that's the question. Do we look at that game and say it tells us nothing? Because, yeah, you could say Clippers' defense is better in a way that caused Houston to shoot a little bit worse. But how much, you know, let's be candid, the best defenses against great three-point shooting teams have an effect, but not that much of an effect. It seemed like
4: last night what was happening is that the Rockets got psyched out because they got so many threes contested that even when they got open threes, they were rushing them because of the Clippers' length, that that really seemed to
5: get in their heads last night. So what you're saying is that there's just a team now that trumps everything and we should just assume the Clippers D is so good that they can no opponent could hope to make anywhere near the percentage of threes they typically do. It's a little much. In fact, it's more than a little much. Yeah, but the Clippers are a tough team to All be right, shooting well, threes let, against. why don't we just say this? What's the I mean, we'll pull it up during the break. What, what's the Clippers on the season opponent's three-point percentage? And how's that compared to the league? I'm guessing it's not more than two points mm. less, right? Right. So when we're, what I'm saying is, what, what is it that we are resisting of saying if the Clippers made the number of threes, or check that, if the Rockets made the number of threes they typically do, they would have won the game. Now we have to adjust and say, well, the Clippers are better defensively against threes, so maybe they wouldn't have made the full amount But it would have been fairly close. And even then, this thing's a tight, tight game. So, but something about this is befuddling you. How do you make the case otherwise? The only way to counteract that is to say, well, the Clippers are so good, you can't even fathom a a team making a normal number of threes. But that's just not the case.
4: Yeah, no, I largely agree with you. Part so wh-
5: of it. Where do you disagree?
4: Well, the Clippers, not only do they win by 15, but oftentimes when you win by 15, you're like ahead by 10 to 12 and maybe you win by so you're 15. Saying they and they, won,
5: you're saying that the 15 was underrepresentative of the way they dominated the game? Yes. Oh, geez. Well, Jones, do you
3: agree with that? Uh, yeah, I do think it looked worse than a 15-point loss for Houston.
4: And you, you watched the game? Yeah, I watched the game. All right. Yeah. The Clippers were up 25 start the fourth quarter.
3: But I also think, isn't this maybe what's going to happen from time to time with Houston when they decide to go this way and play this type of of basketball, that they are capable of just going cold and not being able to to produce from behind the three? And they can keep shooting, but sometimes you're not going to be able to shoot your way out of it. I I don't think it's the end-all, be-all of the Rockets or it's a referendum on them. I just think this is one of the risks that comes with playing this type of basketball.
5: You know, I'm very happy you spent the last 3 hours in dress rehearsal cuz that is such a great <laughs> such a great comment because there's there's higher variance. I mean, the kind of the fancy technical term is higher variance and that's a good thing if you're the lesser team. Houston under any form with Capella current version is not the most talented team in the NBA. So when you're the most talented team, you want less variance. You want, as Fez would say, moughts. What is that? More Fez? of the same. You want more of the same. You want nothing more. Imagine if you and I were playing poker, Jonas. Let's just say by some happenstance I was beating you. <laughs> and it was 10 straight and you won nine. I won nine, you won one. It was mysterious how you won, but you did. <laughs> All right, so it kept you coming back. Mm-mm. And then more, if you come up and go, you know, my luck just been bad. motts, baby, more of the same. I got a warm glow in my heart. But if you come in with Phil Hellmuth saying, hey, did some training here, got some new ideas, I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I don't like this at all. I don't know if you're going to beat me, but I knew you weren't going to beat me the old way. Houston was not going to beat the best teams the old way. I like that Daryl Morey shook things up. One of the ways he did is increase the variance of Rocket games. They were high variance anyway. They're shooting more threes than ever. They're also playing a style ball the other teams aren't accustomed to. A lot of variance. Well, there's two sides to that. Jonas, you are so on. One of the sides is surprising wins. Others are really demoralizing losses. Except is it demoralizing for the team? Or do they understand this, but rather the media is looking, let's be candid, a lot of skepticism about Houston's trade at Capella. When they started doing well, a lot of people ate some crow. Now they're saying, oh, that's what I knew was going to happen. So I think it does. It makes sense people are tending to overreact to this performance. Though I accept it said a lot about the Clippers and We're going to talk more about them with the Lakers. So when we come back, and I mean, this is a weekend of action. We've got not only the Lakers in Milwaukee tonight the number one seed in the East against the West, but an early look Sunday, the Battle of L.A. That's coming up next, but first,
3: Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Get in the zone, AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!
2: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great
1: deal. What
2: more could you ask for? That's
1: TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. R.J.
5: Bell, we are straight out of Vegas.
3: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. The best teams in the NBA take center stage this weekend, and we'll get to the very latest coming up here in just a couple of moments.
5: Yes, you're listening to the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has more than doubled in the last year alone. Why? Because of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. One way to listen, we tell you a different way. Every Friday, we tell you one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, a different way to listen. Fridays, we talk about podcasts. Why? You might have missed something this week. Still up there, just search RJ Bell. You can get the podcast on any Of your favorite players, it's straight out of Vegas. Simple enough. Right now, here in Las Vegas. I would say this feels like the first day of summer. It's 74 degrees, mostly sunny, and the neon is
3: flowing. So, RJ, we talked about one of the NBA's top teams, the Clippers, and their dominant performance over the Houston Rockets on Thursday night. Coming up later on tonight, 10.30 Eastern time on ESPN. It is the Bucks at the Lakers. And right now on Pregame.com, L.A. is a one-and-a-half-point favorite.
5: Now, let's think about this now. The Lakers are at home. They're favored by one and a half. This tells us a story about what the betting marketplace believes the relative strength of these teams are. I would make the case that for most of the season, maybe still for most people, if you ask them, who's better, Milwaukee or LA, the Lakers, Milwaukee, I think most people say the Lakers are better. For a long, long time, Fez, long time, Lakers were the favorite to win the NBA title. Exactly. Up until about just 10 days ago, RJ. And coincidentally, about how long ago did you put out your rare future bat on Milwaukee plus 275? Yes,
4: uh, three to one and plus 275 14 days Whoa, ago.
5: Hold on a second. 275 and three to one are two separate things. Which one did you give it three out? Three to one. So why say plus 275? I gave it out twice. Uh, uh, so you have one you like, you just <laughs> give it out everywhere. But on this show, it was. Three to one. Yes. So plus 275 was irrelevant. Yes. Okay. So three to one for the <laughs> listeners on Straight Out of Vegas. They got the better number somehow. They got to like that. And then lo and behold, could be a coincidence, the line moved. Do you think it was a coincidence? Not a complete coincidence. So, Steve Fezzik's moving markets is what you're saying. National show, famous. I'm not saying it's untrue. I'm R.J. Bell. He's Steve Fezzik. We are straight out of Vegas. But even with Milwaukee slightly the favorite now, and what are the current odds to win the title?
4: Yeah, Milwaukee's plus 225. The
5: Lakers are plus 275. The Clippers are 3-1. to Okay. You might say, well, obviously, the market thinks Milwaukee's better. I'm not so sure, at least just from that information, and here's why. Obviously, the Western teams, L.A. versus L.A. specifically, is a much tougher path. Boston looks good. Who knows? But Clippers, Lakers, is likely the tougher conference final.
4: Yeah, it's a great point, because... You've got the big three, and two of them are in the West. And frankly, the rest of the West is stronger than the rest of the East as well.
5: Yes. And we did a little analysis on that as you go all the way through one through eight. Okay, So now, you would say, wow, the the future market really favored the Lakers, though it was kind of irrational. Now that Milwaukee's a little bit of a favorite, it might say these teams are even, Mm -hmm. because the path is harder for the Lakers. Uh, You know, and and, but but Milwaukee's got the better odds, so maybe it's even. No, no, no. This line tells us there's no more doubt. The Lakers only favored by one and a half when typically for a home team in a game like this, if they were even with the opponent, even teams, this line's three and a half. Yes. So, would you agree the betting market, because these teams are full strength today. Would you agree with that? They are. This is representative of if they met in the finals. Yes. The market is saying that Milwaukee is two points better than the Lakers. Yes. And thus, the market would say about the same against the Clippers, you think? Or you think right now the Clippers are a little ahead of the Lakers? I think the Clippers and Lakers, it's a dead heat right now. All right. So, guys, this is something that isn't obvious, but it's noteworthy. is The Lakers and the Clippers are about even teams. OK. And we'll see on Sunday what the line is. And we'll talk about that game. But Milwaukee is the best team in the NBA. They're their favorite to win the title. Fez, you had a great bet at 3-1 to one for the listeners here. And Milwaukee's the better team. And thus, if everything stays equal in the finals, Milwaukee at home would be, what, five-point favorites? Five and a half? Five and a half. And then on the road, they're going to be only one-and-a-half-point dogs. So mm-hmm. if you're a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home... And only a one and a half point dog on the road, you're supposed to win the series. Milwaukee would be favored in the series as of what we're seeing right now. Yes. All right. That's Steve Fezzik. Now, this game, you've got a bonus prop bat. This is when you're batted or you've bat, you're batting. And before the end of the show, we got the XFL. Oh, you're not going to get away with not giving out your undefeated XFL pick. What do you got in this game?
4: I like LeBron James over 26.5 points, RJ. Two reasons that I like this. That seems square. That's
5: a, that's all the people at the Barney at the bars batting that. And I know that you know,
4: Square bets on props are <laughs> fine, as we have found. What have we seen from LeBron in these big national games? And he just had two of them against Zion when the cameras are the brightest. He has really shown up. We saw, saw him score 40 and 34 against Zion. And frankly, LeBron has always showed up against Giannis. The last eight times, he's played him. LeBron has average. just
5: think about that, they play twice a year. So you're saying the last four years or so?
4: Yes. Going back, the last eight games, LeBron has averaged just over thirty points. Now, the last time they played this year, LeBron only got 21, and I like that. So, he had his one bad game against Giannis earlier in the year. I expect a big game from LeBron. And also, all this MVP talk, I think it's real that LeBron wants to have a really good showing tonight to get
5: back into the MVP race. I'll tell you this, there might be a lot of talk about MVP. The betting market's laughing. So... We did some analysis, Jonas, and said, "Wow, there is a lot of talk about LeBron being MVP. Let's see how the odds have adjusted." And nonsensically to me, Giannis has become a bigger favor. Not that long ago, on February 26, Giannis was minus 400, four dollars wins you a dollar to win MVP. So clear favorite. LeBron was seven and a half to one dog, plus 750. Today, March 6. Giannis went from minus 400 to minus 1,000. So before, $4 won you a dollar on Giannis. Now $10 it takes to win you a dollar, betting Giannis to win MVP. And LeBron went from 7.5 to 1 to 10 to 1. So, Jonas, this confuses me because this is a vote. The media people are the ones voting. The talk in the media is about LeBron might be a worthy MVP. He has not won an MVP since he was 28 years old. Why do you think the odds of a... Does does this make sense to you at all?
3: Uh, The only thing I can think is that maybe somebody in Vegas or somebody somewhere got a hold of enough voters, and maybe the voters didn't tell them unequivocally who they were voting for, but they led them to believe, don't buy into the media push and the media narrative. This is Giannis's award, unless something drastic happens down the stretch.
5: So what you're saying is is a conspiracy. Yes. You figure there's some inside. Yes. It's like that McDonald's deal <laughs> yep. going on. 100%. Yes,
3: absolutely.
5: Right. I think it has to do with all the attention Giannis got during the All-Star break. And in a way, it was like looking at the PER, the best ever. Like, literally, he's on pace for the best advanced metric PER season ever. And But it, even if Giannis got additional love... It feels like LeBron has gotten at least as much additional love in the last couple weeks. I, it's, I would say in a given calendar year, there's maybe six to eight times a line befuddles me. It's, like I, it's not that I disagree with it, I just can't understand it. And the love for Giannis here going from minus 400, not that long ago, about 10 days ago, to win the MVP, now up to minus minus a 1,000, Lada Giannis Love.
4: Guy nice anti toko umpo.
5: In case you were wondering, that is the
3: pronunciation, no, no, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad we, uh, we were able to figure that out. Now, that being said, how much—and I have a question for you guys. What would need to happen in this game later tonight for it to impact the betting line on Sunday between the Lakers and the Clippers?
5: Other than an injury, I think only a half point, and it's going to be perception. Remember, the more the public bets a game, the more that the less important factors matter, the public biases get involved. This will be for regular season NBA, Sunday, Prime or uh, Major TV Network, LA versus LA. I mean, this is as big as a regular season game as you get, right, Fez? Oh, absolutely. And thus, you're going to get more public money which means you get the public biases, the Barney at the Bar stuff. Like the guys that would bet over LeBron, right? <laughs> they are watching this game. And to me, I think if, if the Lakers look particularly bad, especially, it would hurt them. If they look particularly good, I guess against Milwaukee, it would still be. Yeah, so if it's a dom- double-digit performance either way for the Lakers, maybe a half point, that's it. You agree? I agree. All right, so now let's take an early look... At the Sunday game. That's
3: right. It's Sunday. It's 3.30 Eastern time on ABC. And it is the Lakers technically at the Clippers coming up this weekend.
5: And remember now, when these L.A. teams, another reason you got to say that Leonard's plan, you could say. Gottlieb was talking about it today on The Herd. By the way, Jonas was in for Gottlieb. Big time. <laughs> when he's up for that contract negotiation, he's, he's, his agent's tallying all of this. That's I mean, the new nickname. Yeah. Big time. No, no, no. I like it. it. Just in passing. No, no. Maybe that would be good. maybe box office. Something. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Knox office. Because we like to see we like to see him blush. Knock, we know that Knox much. office. How about that? Knox you office. You like that? Yeah. No. oh, that is good, yeah. dude. If you trademark that, I get ten percent. <laughs> That's actually good, Jonas Knox. Yeah, but yeah, I think we gotta work. We gotta workshop yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure right. it out. So, the thing I think about this game that makes Kawhi's plan to not really focus on the regular season and kind of groove into his new team and remember, it's not just him, but Paul George, a lot of new faces on the Clippers, is the fact if it is one versus two, you're not leaving. You're sleeping at home. So, home court matters in the L.A. versus L.A., but not as much. So, if typical home court's three and a half in the NBA fast, how much is it for the Clippers in Sunday's game? One. And that is that the tickets are allotted to the Clipper fans. Yes. And you would say if it's allotted to the Laker fans, I would make the case, oh, in this case, the Clippers are... The Clippers are home, home, right. If it is the Lakers, I think it means more, because I think Lakers fans aren't selling their tickets. I think ah. Clippers fans might be more inclined to sell their tickets. Would you agree with I that? I agree. All right, so you're saying our prediction, is there an early line on this game? There's no early line. So what do we predict? I predict pick them. So that means the Lakers are better. That...
4: No, that means that the public believes that the Lakers' perception is slightly better. Yes. Okay, so
5: you're saying they're going to overcome the Clippers having the tickets. Yes. I would predict that it opens up Clippers one one and a half. But mm. in general, we're around pick 'em. Any thoughts on the game itself? You know, I like the Clippers in this game. Assuming the lines around pick 'em, even minus one. And, and
4: yes, and here's why: the Clippers are really playing not just good ball, but just exceptional ball. Just this week, as a team. And any NBA team had a better week. You win by 15 at Oklahoma City, and then you win by 15 at Houston. Everything's clicking for the Clippers. And also, let's talk about Kawhi. Kawhi load management, right? Well, the one time Kawhi has not had load management is his success, recent success versus LeBron. Kawhi is 3-0 against LeBron, straight up and against the spread. Last three times they played with a plus-seven against the spread margin. Kawhi gets up for the Lakers.
5: Yeah, and, you know, the case could be made that the, the, the Clippers made a team or put together, architected a team that maybe wasn't the best team they could have but would have the best shot to beat the Lakers. Mm. And you might say, well, that's not real smart. Well, if the Lakers are your only real competition, and I'm not saying that's true because Milwaukee's better than I think people expected because obviously losing a key player and – you know, some of their guys have stepped up. Milwaukee is exceeding all expectations. What was their win total before? Like 62, maybe? Milwaukee was 56 and a half. Why wow. didn't we bet that? Well, because there was a lot of questions about Milwaukee. They've exceeded <laughs> expectations. Middleton, you know, having top 20 season by many advanced metrics. So, if the Clippers figure we don't need to be at our very best, optimally architected to beat these other teams. So, we're going to architect ourselves to beat the Lakers with the wing defenders, et cetera. That's a great point. And we're good enough to win otherwise. But boy, if you don't care about the typical regular season game, but you built yourself to beat the LA team that you want to be the little, you know, you're the little brother and you want to beat the big brother, you're going to be motivated. But LeBron obviously is sick of, you know, the Clippers have done well against him. This year, right? Yeah, opening night, Clippers won by 10. Christmas Day, Clippers won by 5. So, I think both teams are ultra-motivated. So, this is the extravaganza that that we have. The best team in the NBA, by all accounts, including the Vegas market, Milwaukee against the Lakers tonight. Then, 48 hours later, it's L.A. versus L.A., one versus two. And all teams at full strength. I think it's a little a little disingenuous you hear about, oh, now the Clippers are 10-0. Nah, their fourth and fifth player doesn't really matter all that much who's starting, who's not. But Beverly and the big three with Paul George and Kawhi, that does matter. And they've had a heck of a record there. And Gottlieb made a good point today on Colin, or actually it was Chris Broussard, also FSR. He said... You know, this is a new team. The fact they've been unhealthy and haven't played together much means that they should have a nice learning curve upwards as they get even more comfortable together rj last
3: friday you had an outside the box thinking best bet that paid off it was lucas scoring under his point total because he was celebrating his 21st birthday in south beach and it ended up hitting so i just want to throw this at you guys with it being daylight savings this saturday into sunday does that impact how you consider betting on a road team or maybe the under in some of these games on sunday
5: that is sharp. So, the theory is, so it's spring forward. You lose an hour, right? And the theory is, if someone's a late-night kind of person with an early Sunday game, the effect of the late night is more pronounced. Jonas might get an honor, uh, an honorary wise guy badge for that. Oh, he deserves it. Pulling back the curtain, wise guys love playing
4: really early start times under in the NBA, anyways. And so think about it. So the rationale
5: being that they're a little bit, you know, not fully woken up yet. They don't feel like pushing the pace. The pace is probably going to be lessened.
4: And, yes, and the crowd is not as into it. Although that may not be the case for this game, but everyone's yeah. groggy, late arriving crowd, and
5: that's going to be magnified with spring forward. You know something? I'm going to tweet on this. I'm going to look at all of the Sunday early starts. I'm going to do a little TMZ style profiling of the late night tendencies. Also, is it in Miami? Is it in Milwaukee? You know, obviously a different thing. Late night Laverne and Shirley style, not as much of a temptation. (laughs) So, I will tweet out. It's at RJ in Vegas on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. I will tweet out my favorite under of the early start times in honor of Jonas's sharp, sharp point. I'm sincere, man. I mean, that is Knox office. (laughs) I think that works. Yeah, I do. I think it works, too. Oh, man. I'm going to copyright that tonight. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at
0: 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
3: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up less than ten minutes from now here on FSR, we will have Best Bets, your chance to make a little bit of coin heading into the weekend. Want to let you know we are brought to you by My Computer Career. Hate your job? Maybe it's time for a career. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. He's R.J. Bell, the voice of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan.
5: Our goal every day in one hour is to jam pack what Vegas guys are thinking about, what they're talking about. Not much on Brady, but a quick odds update. New England minus 175 favor to retain him, same as yesterday. Tennessee, four and a half to one, second favor. Raiders, eight to one. Chargers, eight to one. San Francisco, surging. They were 25 to one. Then they went to 12 to one. Now, eight to one. A lot of people are listening straight out of Vegas, Fez. The first one of these rumors that I believed in. Updates every day till Brady signs. When we come back, he's undefeated. He's like Andre the Giant. Best bet in the XFL from Fezic plus a college basketball best bet.
3: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Straight out of Vegas!
5: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight
3: out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. It was a return last night, R.J., in the NBA. Steph Curry, after many months out, returned for the Golden State Warriors and finished uh, with 23 points in his return in a loss
5: to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, limited minutes. I'd say Fez impressive performance, wouldn't you say?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And great to see Golden State bringing him back in contrast to what some
5: other teams may have done. So 646 Eastern. Every weekday, we have best bets. Fez has a special one coming up in a few minutes. XFL, he's undefeated like Andre the Giant. Now, Golden State, I mean, if you look at social media after the loss, there seems to be an extra energy with Curry's return. And remember now, the ping-pong balls of being the worst record and all that stuff, if you have the third worst record with the new rules, you've got the same chance to get the number one pick as the worst record. So Golden State really doesn't have to worry about winning and losing. Now, this sounds funny to say, there is no consequence to Golden State winning. Now, that's a shame that we have to say that in a way, but there isn't. They actually would have to pick up five-and-a-half or five-plus wins and it would be against with the Knicks relatively and the Hawks over 19 games. So, yeah, they go undefeated. There might be a consequence. It's a lock. They're going to be one of the three worst teams. Yes. I wouldn't call you. Give me 1,000 to 1? One? Hmm. <laughs> so, that's no. I'll give you 100 to 1. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> 100 to 1 on a lock. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what I can say is this. I believe Kerr likes to win. He's one of those guys that believes in winning. I think you're going to see a heck of an effort from Golden State the rest of the year because there is no consequence, and they want to get – Wiggins and Steph playing together. I think Golden State's a play-on team from here.
3: We've got the first of two best bets coming up here in just one moment. want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Get in the zone. AutoZone best bet time. We go to College Hoops and Dave Essler.
5: Yes, Dave Esler, who is a pregame pro at pregame.com. He has This is one of those games, you know it's about winning. It's not about fans. It is Davidson against VCU. He's got Davidson. Let's listen.
3: I like and I bet Davidson minus four over VCU. This is the lowest rated Rams team in 14 years. Rams are two and eight since the end of January, while Davidson hasn't lost at home in six weeks, winning those games by an average of 19 points. Davidson's the bigger team, better free throw shooting team, and they shoot almost 40% in conference play from behind the arc. VCU's perimeter defense in the A-10, eighth. VCU is without Jenkins and Marcus Evans, their best defender, both seniors. Both starters. Davidson will remember a loss at VCU by 11. Oh, and in that game, Evans and Jenkins combined for 46% of the Rams' points. So I am taking Davidson, minus four.
5: All right, college basketball, Davidson tonight. Remember, a lot of talk next week will be about our teams really motivated to win the conference tournaments if they don't need to. With these smaller conference teams, they're almost always max motivated as you're betting this weekend. Or watching the games something to make you smarter
3: all right he is known as the Andre the giant of the XFL he <laughs> has just destroyed this league from a betting standpoint all season long it is best bet time from Steve Fezik
5: if you haven't heard he's undefeated go XFL Sunday night Tampa
4: Bay LA in Los Angeles going to the total going over 40 and a half points Tampa Bay's offense is underrated first two weeks Mark Tressman, he had a cup of coffee in the NFL he's the head coach for Tampa Bay he tried playing the calling the plays unsuccessfully. Tampa Bay only got six points per game. After week two, the OC has taken over. Since then, Tampa Bay scoring 26 per game. Much better. So Tampa Bay's offense is improving. And LA's offense is also underrated. LA struggled, as I thought they would last week in New York. Snow flurries, the weather was a big part of that. That's why LA only scored 14 last week. So with T- Tampa Bay's offense underrated, LA's offense underrated rated I like scoring in this game. I'm on Tampa
5: Bay, L.A. over 40-and-a-half. Over the total in that game, and if you really think about it, Jonas, if you saw Fez's notes right now, he has literally power ratings on the backup quarterbacks. (laughs) All you got to do is have a sport he starts winning in, and he thinks he can exploit it, is he loves his boy, but hey, son, you throw the ball against the wall today. I've got work to do. Now, there are no guarantees. There's no locks. He is prepared. His history in the XFL obviously is undefeated. I'm betting it. But remember, guys, there are no locks. Be careful.
3: If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We are straight out of Vegas back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!